Hello, meths drinkers. Welcome back to the Love Hate Podcast. It has been too a, long. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've been uh, on this. Um, if you're, for whatever reason, just joining us now, uh, thank you, first of all. And um, just so you're up on what's going on in this podcast, we have been taking a look at the 52 top-rated horror movies of all time, uh, according to a list on Rotten Tomatoes that I found. Um, I like this list because it doesn't change, and we've had new movies out this year that we can't really see, so it stays the same, and this is the list we're working from, so no, The Witch isn't on it, and I don't want to hear about it from you people who don't get in touch with me anyway. No spoilers. No, no The Witch spoilers. Um, we are going to spoil the crap out of this movie, though. Um, <clears throat> this is number 39 on our list of 52, so we are a few weeks behind. <laughs> and... Um, this this week we looked at uh, Theater of Blood, also known as Theater of Blood spelt differently, also known as Much Ado About Murder, from 1973, starring Vincent Price. Melissa. <laughs> Wait, actually, before we get into what we thought of it, this is what it's about. Um, so, a Shakespearean actor becomes enraged after losing a prominent... Um, uh-oh, it's gone. What have I done? Here we go. A Shakespearean actor becomes enraged after losing a prominent acting award and decides to seek revenge uh, um, on the critics responsible. And he does so using the works of the Bard as a guide, basing his killings on violent scenes from Shakespearean plays. So Vincent Price plays the wronged... Master of Disguise. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Definitely get to the Master of Disguise part. Um... Let's just. What is your initial reaction? As the, we've just finished watching the movie, so what is your immediate response to the movie? I wasn't in the mood for a comedy. Yeah, that's what we got. Yeah, it it is definitely. It's here. It's listed as a horror, a classic, and a comedy. It it's definitely here. So the critics they say that this is a deliciously campy and wonderfully funny movie. Oh. So, it, it I mean it is funny. But it's the 39th best horror movie of all time. Yeah. Not the 39th dumbest crap we've seen so far. And yeah. I said to you when we were watching, I forgot that we were doing a horror movie podcast and thought maybe we were doing a bad movie podcast. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, same reason <laughs> Shaun the Dead was, like, I think it's a solid movie. One yeah. of my favorites. I love it. But it's getting bumped lower and lower on this list because it's first and foremost a comedy, not a yes. horror movie. Yeah. It's also much smarter and funnier. Oh, yeah. This and movie... they're not compared in any other aspect. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, besides the fact that they have co- comedic moments in them. And this one is sort of uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like... Like, we're just kind of... Lots of eye rolls and scoffs and are you serious Yeah. moments. Yeah, um, so the movie opens with the murder of one of the critics um, by a band of homeless people yes. that Vincent Price has fed. So the, the homeless are called the meths drinkers. Meths. Yeah, with plural. It's very important. And they drink a purple water for the entirety of the movie. Yeah. So I don't know, in the 70s, if meth was water... I, I, we should do some research. We should have Get done some drugs research. Yeah. Next show. <laughs> um, so they murder him by stabbing him, and that first death isn't especially graphic or gross. It's kind of 
silly, and I thought, oh, God, it's going to be one of these where there's no... It's not done well. Yeah, there's not even enough gore to make it, like, kind of... But it does get progressively gorier, I think, even after the spear through the guy's chest is pretty gross. Well, wasn't it even the second one was he was dragged through the streets? Yeah, so the second one, um, Vincent Price puts a spear through his chest, and then they tie oh, him to a horse okay, same thing. and drag him down same, a gravel road. Same murder. However... And I was like, I was impressed when they're dragging him down the gravel road. It's like, oof, that looks awful. Yeah. That's going to be horrible to yeah. look at. He's going to have like all the flesh on his face stripped off. Yeah. They show it, and it's basically his normal face covered in wet, red stuff. And very clean gravel. Like, yeah, it, like they were, Yeah, it's sort of like he was laying and... there, and they were setting up the shot, and they went, yeah. there's oh, not enough gravel on his face. Took a little bit more on there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, I was I was I was excited to see how gross it was, yeah. but it wasn't. Because I mean, it was effective having the body dragged yeah. down. That was, was probably gross. one of the. It was the... flopping. Yeah. And, ugh. Really gross, <laughs> and I, yeah, I well was done. expecting a lot more. Yeah, and I think that the, the third killing really sets the tone yeah. for the rest of the movie. Where they have it. Oh God. So it's, you wanna, it's, they yeah. set up. Okay, so they. Like, kind of Trojan horse their way in there. Somebody <laughs> left this chest in the bedroom. Was it a gift? Was it a delivery? I don't know. It's super heavy. Let's leave it and think about it in the morning. Yeah. The critic and his wife have yeah. this conversation. So they go to bed. And An enormous chest that could only be used to transfer humans. It was humans. outrageously large. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then they pop out in the middle of the night, and they're dressed in surgical garb, and this, like completely prepared tray of surgical instruments <laughs> appears out of fucking nowhere and they proceed to inject extreme amounts of air bubbles and whatever water into that woman's butt and yeah, then, yeah. Ooh, like yeah she kind of makes a little, little sigh and goes to bed yeah oh my god and then they cut off the critic's head and so and this it's, is it's very strategically concealed the sign by the wife's shoulder. Oh, my God. And so, now, this isn't when we meet... Um, no, we meet... Okay, so in the beginning, we meet uh, Vincent Price's henchman. Yeah. Uh, a mustachioed, afroed man. He looks who, very hip and yeah, 70. Who lures the victims to the... Uh, the Murder scene. Murders, yeah. <laughs> Using his charisma that he doesn't have. Oh, yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. wicked cheekbones. It's also his daughter in disguise. (laughs) So when we first saw them, in the first scene, I thought, okay, well, that guy's wearing a fake mustache. Maybe they thought it would be good because it's the 70s. Maybe they wanted him to have, like, a weird 70s handlebar mustache. And then we we meet... Super afro. Yeah, and then we meet his daughter, and you start to see the faces a little more, and it's... And it's so obviously her. Yeah. And yet, at the end, it's treated as a big reveal. Yeah. And it is not. She takes off her mustache and starts and, and starts talking. Sh- and you know, the Shakespeare. audience is supposed to go. <gasps> yeah. It was her the whole time. <laughs> Don't. Because spoiler alert: she's been working with one of the critics to kind of figure things out, but not. Yeah, but she's really been working for her dad. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. One guy gets drowned in a in a cask of wine. Another guy. They didn't say how they found him because they sealed it up. 
I feel like well, Vincent Price says I hope he travels well, so I'm assuming they sent they him. Shipped to him them somewhere, somewhere. They shipped him somewhere, but they yeah. they didn't show no, them. No, they just did it. They showed every other thing so dramatically, yeah. and I wanted to see somebody open a huge cask of wine and have a dead body, have in a it. floating something. They feed um, the gay caricature. Oh my god! A, his two poodles. The to queen. Death. They feed the queen her children. Yeah, it was from <laughs> which is it? It's King. What was the play that it's based I don't on? My... Titus Andronicus or something, I guess. And they, I guess, in one Othello? of these plays, is it? Othello? My Shakespeare's not great. No, and so in one of the Shakespeare plays, uh, the queen is fed her children in a pie, and so they feed the cartoon character um, version. Gay man. Yeah, he who <laughs> you know he's like a great big fat guy in a pink suit who has his mouth open the whole time and his two poodles. Oh, outrageous! Yeah, it's so. It's so bad. It feel it's uncomfortable too. It's such yeah. a dated joke that it's like, oh no, this is how we portrayed gay people once. Yeah. Um, possibly the most offensive is Vincent Price's portrayal oh, of man. Butch, the hairdresser with <laughs> naked men on his shirt, uh, dress shirt. He aggressively hits on a cop. He it, it's. All the characters in the movie, except for maybe um, the kind of normal guy, the one who is going to get his eyes ripped out or stabbed out. Yeah, he's. They're like, all cartoon characters except yeah. for him. Yeah, he's like, the hero? Question mark. Uh, I guess. I feel like Vincent Price is the hero. I think he's supposed to be. That was the one thing I couldn't figure out. So he's killing critics and he's he's giving them shit for ruining the lives of actors. And I couldn't quite pin down if this was like the director getting back at people who've criticized his movies or if it's Vincent Price and the director getting back at critics. Because it, it felt really anti-criticism. So what we're, like, we're probably next on his list. Whoops. Criticizing his his work and ruining the lives of Vincent Price and um, that guy. I don't know about that. He was so jokey and over the top. I don't think it was. Yeah, you know, like he was taking it seriously even. No, I don't think anyone was. But it felt like that it was written to be this like, yeah, critics are dicks. Well, and it like, was based on the idea by so and so. We should figure out who that was. Someone thought, you know, if someone had a, a play or something was criticized, and they thought. What if I killed them like Shakespeare would have? And then the, this movie was yeah. born. But, like, if you're being criticized so much for yeah. every single thing you do, yeah. you got to look in the common denominator. Right, yeah, exactly. It's you, sweetheart. It's it's Sorry. every guy who's every, who's every ex is a horrible, crazy bitch. It's like, yeah. yeah, probably not. You're probably the common denominator in that conversation. Yeah, um, yeah it's... It, it was so... <laughs> Not what I thought it was going to no, be. No, not at all. I was expecting a lot more like last time, which was uh, House on Haunted Hill. Yes. With Vincent Price. Yeah. Which I, is great. Yeah, I had a feeling it was going to be kind of a dumb 70s like slasher movie, mm. but I didn't think it was going to be so funny. Like, and I say that in quotes because I'm not saying it's hilarious and you should watch it. Like it was comedic, but it was yeah. It spent so much like when they're fencing. So Vincent Price and the hero fence, um, and Vincent Price rips his fencing mask off and goes, "It's me!" Basically, like it's this hilarious reveal yeah. of him. Oh, yeah. Keep going. Sorry, I just remembered a thing. No, but then they have yeah, like a comedic and ridiculous fencing battle, and it's just it's so much yeah. that it loses all of its impact. Yeah. Um, two things, actually. Yeah. The other one where 
he takes off his fake goatee. You can see every other part of his face. Yeah. He's got a hat on, but he's got a fake goatee. Right. And he takes off the fake goatee and basically goes, it's me. Yeah. Like, you knew it was him. You knew it was him. He's a famous actor who has a monument of himself right. in the town. Yeah, we didn't even touch on that. that looks like him. But the thing is, the one, the hero, is like, hmm... After the second murder, third murder, hmm, I think something's happening. I see a pattern. Here are all these Shakespeare plays. Here are how these people murder, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And they're like, all right, let's get police detail on everybody. No one will ever go anywhere alone. Everyone and goes everywhere alone. To, like, oh, yeah. my wine club, I'm going to go alone. Yeah. Oh, my fencing match, I'm going to go alone. Right. Oh, my hair appointment, I'm going to go alone. Like, yeah, the police are horrible. And we get a sense of how inept the police are, though, the when little... the distraction Vincent Price goes by. And there's a car chase. But it takes five minutes for them to get into their cars because they're have, doing like a Monty Python bit about cops who can't drive yeah. their cars. And you mentioned too, one of them sounds like a Monty Python voice that Vincent Price does. Yeah, he sounds like the Frenchman yeah. taunting the English. It's so it's weird. Great. Like you have you have scenes where, yeah, um, Vincent Price is in a chef's hat feeding someone dogs. Yeah. And then you have another scene where him and his daughter wearing a mustache are surgically removing a guy's head. Yeah. Like there's no consistent tone through the movie it's all kind of like this part's funny this part's supposed to be scary but this part's hilarious and all yeah and you said like he's a master of disguise yeah his disguises are all terrible yeah they all involve him having either a whole bunch of stage makeup on yeah or wearing a hat like the chef disguise is him doing wearing a hat and wearing an accent he's got no that was the goatee yeah but no he doesn't take his that goatee is his in that no scene. he takes it off does he? I yeah. thought that was... He takes... I said... He, oh, I said, you're right, Look, yeah. He's going to take his hat off and be like, you're hey, right. but he just pulled off his fake beard. Right, because he only had the mustache. Right, yeah. The mustache yeah. And, yeah. But he's, he's Vincent Price as well. He's oh, so distinct. And yeah, the statue is hilarious. At the funeral, you learn that to mark the, the grave... Because uh, they never found Vincent Price's body after he threw himself into the Thames. So to mark his grave with no body, they've built this enormous statue of a man who, I, I read something about this this, this monument, so mm. we'll get to talk about that, but it's a guy with a woman kneeling in front of him, like, mm -hmm. a, like adoring him. And it's supposed to be him, and this is his grave. Mm -hmm. For a stage actor who just did Shakespeare. Yeah. What? For what? And killed himself over not getting an award. Yeah. Threw himself... Allegedly. Yeah, into the dirtiest river in the universe. Um, and then, yeah, is rescued by hobos who are, again, yeah. cartoon hobos. Like, the one guy is wearing, like, a top hat with the top flooping off, pretty yeah, much. It's, it's, like, crooked and, yeah. It, and the woman, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It, She's just constantly, like, flailing at nothing. And, yeah. Oh my god. She, uh, in the end, murders Vincent Price's daughter with a oh, single yeah. blow with that trophy. She thumps him on the head. She has her little, like... <laughs> last word speech and then proceeds to go Ugh! and her head lolls to the side and she's dead yeah her and her dad do shakespeare to each other while she's dying instead of having a conversation I they're mean, they're doing fitting. shakespeare lines oh yeah but it's like who are you why yeah, is this happening it's um uh. and then in the end he takes he a definitely a stunt double carries um the daughter. the daughter to the roof where he lets her he sort of puts her down and she's dead and then a fire explodes and he die, he dies as well he catches fire and falls back through the theater well he's still holding her and then the fire explodes him and her oh, through right. the roof yes. yeah. it 
it's but through uh, the center of the roof like yeah they drop the back into the, the theater so how did anybody standing below see them fall in well and then the hero hero critic makes oh a God. quit and he that's sure why knows how to make an exit well that's why i think vincent price is supposed to be the hero because in the yeah. end the critic is still a dick yeah, well, it's all about him, like, getting his revenge and righting wrongs and stuff. Yeah, which then makes it, again, right. feel like a like a revenge against critics, that someone had, like, a personal problem. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's a really uncomfortable movie. Um, I, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's terrible. It's really not good at yeah. all. Yeah. There was, um, so I guess let's do this part. What was your favorite part of Theater of Blood? A.K.A. Much Ado About Murder. Don't call it that, because that title... Like, I don't mind Shakespeare. Yeah. And that title makes it more Shakespeare, and that <laughs> upsets me. Theater of Blood is more fitting. Theatry of Blood? Ugh. I don't know. The whole thing, I was kind of like, what? Yeah. It wasn't what I was expecting. It wasn't what I was in the mood for, so no. I think I was thrown by the the whole... Yeah. It did feel like an hour and 45 minutes to me. Yeah, it, and it was a movie that once it was on, it kind of just happened to you. Like, yeah. you you kind of went, Whoa, okay, and by the time you were trying to figure out what you were watching, the new thing had happened, and you kind of yeah. couldn't, you couldn't catch up to the movie until it was over, and you could breathe and let it be done. Yeah. Um, Some of the murders are also linked to the seven deadly sins. Oh, oh my God. Says... A Wikipedia. We're, yeah, we're not even going to go. <laughs> like, the one, maybe. Um, yeah, the the critic one. But, yeah, the critic, so that one's actually kind of funny. He doesn't kill this critic. He goes in and makes the critic believe that he's sleeping with his wife. Oh, yeah. So he's giving her this weird sexual massage. He's she's cracking her fingers so and she's like it. coming. Every time he cracks her fingers, she's like, oh, God. <laughs> and then the husband comes home, the critic, and he's like, I can't believe it. And he murders his wife with a pillow in about two seconds. Yeah. And then goes to prison. And the idea is that he's gone to prison forever because he's old. Yeah. So he's well, dead. Well, he's not going to last long, is the thing. Yeah. Which, like, they're, some of them aren't even murders they're just weird pranks like we I think we mentioned that he is like this <laughs> weird shakespearean prankster yeah with the head okay so the head the okay so the surgery one where they cut right. the guy's head off and then leave it in the bed for the wife to find yeah later that same head is like at the doorstep of the, the hero, the hero, the hero guy, critic but when did they it's never explained the yeah head? So yeah. my theory was that Vincent Price is hiding in the closet, waiting for everybody to pass out from shock because there are delicate women. Right. And then yeah. he, tee out of the closet, scooped up the head in his little sack and like off to the next prank. Yeah. To plant the head at the next prank. Don't <laughs> oh, get man. it. There was the one thing in the beginning you mentioned. It was a good shot where when they first kill their yeah. first critic and it's sort of a shot through the crack in the floor. Through the grate. Yeah, yeah, through the grate, and the guy's bleeding, and you can see Vincent Price in the background. There are some good shots in the movie, yeah. and it's well enough made. Like, even the shot where the horse is pulling the body down the street oh, yeah. is great. Well, they they did have the, the cuts. Like, it cut to a closer-up of the body, and it was very, like, stiff and rigid. And then the one from far away, the body was flopping around a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. They had good shots, and then they would cut into those shots, and they would become silly yeah. all of a sudden, and it was, yeah. Yeah. It's like 
stage makeup from far away. It looks great. And you get up yeah. close and you're like, what is wrong with your face? Yeah, it did feel a bit like they were trying to make it look like a stage yeah. production in times. And it doesn't work. To, no. You can't do that on screen. It just doesn't no. transfer. What was Theater your... burning at the end was yeah. good. I feel like they, yeah, they got to just burn down that building or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was your least favorite part of Theatry of Blood? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't great. The whole no. thing. Wow, the whole thing is was your least favorite part. Well, um, I mean, it had its moments. Yeah. It did have moments of being genuinely funny, but it just wasn't the movie that I thought I was watching. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, so we're going to get to some... What was your least favorite part? I, I really didn't like the caricature, the two gay characters. Ugh, I yeah. thought that they were, like... That's ridiculous. It was too far in the wrong direction, oh, and that reminded me of how shitty we were about that in the 70s and 80s and 90s and now because mm. I'm, I'm a I'm a top 40 radio station <laughs> hits from the 70s 80s 90s and now <laughs> um yeah, they were pretty bad um the, I don't know the whole tone just didn't work for me and it was dumb mm-hmm. it's set up the beginning is set up to be like a pretty good murder mystery yeah. thing but then they immediately like here's what's happening here's doing it and yeah. here's all the behind the scenes and you know what's going on so let's sit back and watch they turn it into like a shakespearean comedy almost yeah where you know everything that's happening you yeah. just wait for the dumb people to figure it out yeah it, it just it's just bizarre and stupid yeah um uh, yeah so we do have some uh some fun trivia you pointed at this one yes please okay so, uh, the first one we're going to look at is, um, Vincent Price fell in love with and married actress Carol Brown following production, Coral. which, Coral, sorry, which lasted from, uh, July 10th to August 17th, 1972. <laughs> the film was released after Vincent Price, Price's March 18th, 1973 appearance, uh, as the subject of This Is Your Life. His last public appearance with his second wife, Mary, who knew nothing yet about this affair with Coral set up by Diana Rigg, who noticed the chemistry between the two. So he was already married yes. for a second time, and then he married another woman? I guess so. What? Um, and I don't know which one she was, so... Oh! So, Vincent Price and um, the oh. lady who gets murdered by Butch. Very age-appropriate choice there. Yeah. I kind of have less of a problem with that than I was expecting. I thought she was going to be one of the younger ones, yeah. I thought maybe it would be his daughter or something, to be Blech. totally honest. Um, so I mentioned the, the tomb. So Lionheart's tomb is an actual monument in Kensai Green Cemetery in London. It belongs to the Sevier family, and it shows a sculpted figure of a seated man, one hand placed in the hand on the head of a woman kneeling in adoration, while the other holds the Bible. Its pages open to a passage in the Book of Luke. This monument was altered for the film by plaster masks of Price and Rigg <laughs> substituting for the statue's real ones. The Bible became a volume of Shakespeare, and there's a suitable engraving at the front with Lionheart's name and dates. Um, I think that kind of ties into one. So the film was shot entirely on locations in and around London. So they didn't build any sets. They didn't have any studios. They were all real places. And it does feel... I don't know. You do feel like they're not 
sound stages. Like oh, yeah, the spaces sure. are very real. Like they shoot that stupid fencing scene in oh a high God. school gymnasium. He They're walks jumping on trampolines. <laughs> he walks up to the sign and the fencing. sign reads That's my least favorite fencing, part. The fencing the part. Jumping on freaking trampolines. The, the the use of stunt doubles in this is bizarre because the well, thing with a stunt double is you're not supposed to do close-ups. And the whole scene of Vincent Price climbing up the, the building that's on fire, they're so close to this definitely not him because Vincent Price in this movie is like 112 and like he, he doesn't flip him. on the yeah, trampoline, he, he said. He flip with a sword in his hand off the trampoline <laughs> to like slash the guy's chest. Yeah, like there's just no way. And then, you know, when he takes his mask off, it's... it's Surprise! Aged in Vincent Price. <laughs> Yeah. And it, it doesn't make any sense. And yeah, all of the shots of his stunt double are he's got like darker hair, he's about thirty six years younger and like of course you have to use one, but don't make that scene last so long. Yeah. Um let's see here. Diana Riggs regards this as her best film and considered by its star Vincent Price to be his personal favorite of all his films. Oh no. I wonder if he just really wanted to do Shakespeare stuff. Maybe. And that's why. Over six gallons of fake blood was used to produce the eight ghastly murders, which doesn't make sense because the body count, according to another one on here, is 11. Yeah, body count 11. Hmm. So that doesn't make any sense. Well, the one woman suffocates, the other guy asphyxiates on pie. I guess there's no there's no blood in those ones. What? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, overall, it's just not anything i didn't enjoy this movie i don't understand how it's so high on the list with with so many like we watched the thing and that movie's not on the list yeah and i would argue that that is a significantly better movie even though in that movie too has sort of cheesy bits and funny parts but it's also a horror movie it's less comedy more horror yeah um and like even like movies like A Nightmare on Elm Street are lower on the list than yeah. this movie. And I do agree that it's funny, it's campy, it's silly. And if that is, you know, if you like Vincent Price and you haven't seen this, sure, watch it. You really have to like him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean he sounds his exactly like in the movie is it it matches. He's yeah, he's sense. good. Like he's good in the role. Yeah. Um, you know, and he sounds now a lot more like Ratigan from The Great Mouse Detective than huh. he did in um, House on Haunted Hill. His voice has kind of gotten a little more cartoonish. Yeah. Um, his facial expressions are really funny. Like he's a very good comedic actor in yeah. the movie. But I didn't. I don't understand why it's on the best horror movies list at yeah. all. In, it could you could call it influential or something, but you, the best is a bit much. Yeah, how many years apart are those two? So this one is 1973, and House on Haunted Hill is 1959. Uh, so I feel like this is younger. closer to the end of his career, 1973, yeah. um, or at least the end of his serious career. Because um, I mean, he's done other ones before that are great. House of Wax is another one that he mm-hmm. was in, and so yeah, it's just it's just weird um so the score the imdb or the sorry the rotten tomato score of this movie is 96 percent 
which we should remind everybody is out of 100% somehow and not 150% or whatever. Um, what would you score? 63. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of what I was thinking is somewhere yeah. in the 60s. Because I don't, I don't hate the movie. I don't understand why it's on this list. Yeah. I don't... I didn't enjoy my time watching it. Um, I don't... Yeah, I just don't. I don't... Yeah. Definitely be different if somebody was like, hey, this movie is ridiculous and hilarious and yeah. just so outrageous. Yeah. It's a little bit gory. Yeah, if you had some, you some people it. over and, you know, yeah. a bottle of wine or something... <laughs> And, you know, you had your, your Shakespeare friends over and you were spotting all the Shakespeare references or something, yeah. maybe. But as a, as a movie, like, that we've done on this show, no. this is the least scary movie we've done. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead is substantially scarier oh, yeah. than this and in every way possible. Even Suspiria was creepy. Yeah. Yeah, like, every this is the first time that we've totally departed from scary, I think. Yeah. Like, every the other ones might not have been very scary, but they had, at least they were trying to be, or they had the intention of being. Yeah. This feels like a joke from the beginning. Yeah. And they should have kept us more in the dark at the beginning. Yeah. Like, not shown that it was this guy, or, like, even at the beginning, they're like, oh, I thought you were dead. Like, that spoils so much. Yeah. Right away. And there's nothing left to wonder. It's like, oh, he's going to kill all these people. Yeah, it's immediately like, oh, it's you, and you yeah. see who it is. Because yeah. yeah, he can't help but pull his face off He's and be so like, it's me! Exactly. <laughs> you thought I was dead, now I'm going to kill you. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's dumb. It's not, it's my least favorite, I think, so far for the list. Well, that maybe not, isn't entirely I'm fair. third least. Yeah, it's near the bottom of the list for me. Um, mm. It, it just, I don't know. I don't, I can't, I'm still... It, we haven't. Been, it's been off now for like half an hour, and I'm still baffled by what we yeah. watched and why we watched it and how it wound up here. Yeah. So. It makes sense now that we waited so long. Yeah, this is why. Something in us knew that this wasn't going to be very good. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say that we're going to do a couple this week because I think I said that last time, and we wound up not doing one for weeks. So, um, maybe who knows? We'll see how the how the week goes for us. Um, but up next is number 38. It is the 1960s Village of the Damned, which looks like it's about children, and children are terrifying, so yep. that'll be good. Um, and then coming up, just since I've got this one page open, we're also doing The Loved Ones and Cat People. So good stuff, hopefully, on the horizon. Cat People sounds a bit weird. See how it, it goes. sounds amazing. I can't wait. Yeah. yeah we might have to be... watch the remake of that as well it's because the be remake bonkers. is a sex movie, basically. It's gonna be bonkers. Yeah. So, yeah, we will uh, try and, and get back onto our regular weekly release schedule at least. Um, yeah. We'll catch up somehow. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll be fine. And I'm sure that, that nobody was that upset. <laughs> I mean, we were, but. Nobody's listening. Oh, God. I'm watching horror movies with you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, all right, well, thank you for listening, and uh, thank you for your patience while we, we brought ourselves back. And, yeah, hopefully we'll be back very, very soon. We might have to recoup again. Who knows? We may take another month off to recover <laughs> from... Uh, <laughs> from Theodore Much Ado About Murder. No. It does not deserve that title. Thank you. Anyway, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And, uh, yeah, anything I want, you want to say to to the oh, fine people? If, yes. if, if you like this one and you're in for a ridiculous 
humorous, over-the-top ride. Yes. I was going to say you should watch Clue. Yes. With, um... Oh, no. What's his face? Tim Curry. Tim Curry, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a similar... Tone? Male lead kind of... Like, y'all must want him to wink at the camera. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> we didn't talk about that woman who talks directly oh, into the camera. She did that. Vincent Price's daughter, for her introduction, stares into the camera and delivers her lines. Yeah. It's insane. I yeah. can't believe we didn't bring that up, because that really burned me. I. Oh, man. It's horrible. It's a horrible movie. Watch Clue. Clue is way better. <laughs> um, and, yeah, Tim Curry is amazing in that, so... Yeah. Watch that movie and then play Clue. Yeah. With your friends. Yeah. With your family and friends. Um, that's it, I think. Yeah. Anything else? Nope. All right. Thank Thanks. you guys so much for listening. Bye. Goodbye.
Oh, I 